move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Yo, 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 good people, we are back. It's your favorite guys from the Three Man Weave Podcast. It's your boy Cannon, I got with me. You already know it's your boy Hill. Hill gonna heal regardless, baby, let's get it. And you know my other favorite guy, AJ El El Presidente. Presidente. No, he a little tied up right now, so he not gonna be here with us live on the show, but he will leave his takes at the end, so... Show will be a little bit different this week, but we still going to bring you that heat. So, strap your seatbelts up, because uh, it's going to be a wild ride, baby. It's going to be a wild one. Now, <laughs> before we get started, I got to send much love to my guy, Marty McFly. He outfitted us with the hoodies. He always looks out for three-man weave. Not just three-man weave. Look, if you're trying to do business, if you're trying to get outfitted, he's the guy. He's not going to play around. He's going to take care of you. And he always throws in a little something extra. So, please, please, hit him up. He'll going to let you know where you can find us at and where you can find Marty McFly. Marty McFly, MC Customs. We definitely going to put the, put the um, his IG somewhere. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. Direct link. But you can catch us on all major platforms. All of them. Three Man Weave. Instagram, three man weave mm-hmm. underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right, man. So, it's been a lot going on in the sports world here. A lot. A lot. But it's been some, it's been a couple of things that's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you know, you know, because we text every day, we got the chat and everything. But look, I wanted to share with the people today. Refereeing. (laughs) Specifically the NBA. Now, I understand that the NBA is a very, very fast-paced game. Hill is probably the fastest when you're looking at professional sports. When you talk about football, because they stop after every play. Baseball, they stop after every play. You know, basketball is a back-and-forth game. You know, where you can go multiple plays without stopping at all. So I understand these referees have more of a challenge than most referees. But there are some foundational things (laughs) in basketball that can never be overlooked, whether you're playing boys club, high school, college, or the NBA. And and what I want to say is that I've noticed this, this is a trend across basketball on multiple levels because I just went to a high school game last night here, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the same trends. Now, one play sticks out to me in particular. <laughs> Matter of fact, one play sticks out to me in one game. Um, I'll start out with the play. 
James Harden. I know y'all seen Famous Los talking about it with the double step back. Now, I've told Hill before, maybe a year ago, that I thought that sometimes, not all the time because he doesn't do it all the time, but there have been, this wasn't the first for Harden, there has been multiple times when he needs to create that space, when he does his step back, he'll do the traditional step back, and then he'll add an extra step to it and get his shot off. But here's the thing. The referees are back there putting up the three-point signal. <laughs> and then it's like they're not even looking at the feet. So this is my thing. I, I know it's the NBA, and I know traveling is – that's a basic call. I don't care what level it is. You cannot miss a traveling call because that's the whole premise of the game. you got to dribble to move. Exactly. So my thing is if if Iguodala go out there and tweet and say that, you know, y'all blowing calls and refs come out there and say, you know what, he did take three steps. We missed this one. That's that's not good enough for not me. Not doing nothing for us. That's not good enough for me because there are multiple referees on the floor at any given time. And they all got different jobs. They're all looking for different things. And if it's your job to be looking at the ball handler and to see if he's not violating the rules, I don't understand how a player can get multiple steps. And it ain't Harden ain't the first. Oh, There's a oh, lot of people traveling in the NBA. It's a traveling culture. Like, it's a culture, man. And w- w- what's your take on it, Hill? Because I've been rambling on it. I am livid about these calls. They professionals too. Mm-hmm. We first of all, we know refs. We know refs at at lower levels. We know yeah. personal refs. Yeah. So I understand they they'll they'll pop out. They like you know refereeing is hard. It's refereeing hard. is hard. I understand mm-hmm. it's a it's a tough job. Mm-hmm. But these are professionals that where these are upper echelons of the referees. The top these of the top. top. Come on now, blatant re- blatant traveling. Blatant you can't get travel. This. You can't get there, but you can take thirty minutes to figure out a, 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 a bogus flagrant call. You can go. You can go look at that. It's, it's ridiculous how we how they how they doing this, it's, man. It's it's very upsetting. That's just the first part. <laughs> yeah. Now, these NFL refs is trash too. We gonna get to them. <laughs> but look, so uh, another. So I said there was a move, you know, or one play that had me, you know, kind of upset with the refs. Now I'm going to go to the game, the Lakers game. Anytime you are calling fouls so tic-tac-y to the point where one of the top players, you know what, the best player in the game, got to put his hands behind his back (laughs) to make a statement to the NBA, you got to have some professional developments for your referees because it's getting – out of hand. Harden is at the center of it again, Hill. Yeah. It's like this man, kudos to you, Harden, because you've clearly been studying the games. You've yeah. been studying the referees, and you figured out how to exploit them. And I ain't mad at you because I would do the same if I was a player. He so mastered this. He done mastered how to travel without getting a call. <laughs> he done mastered how to get a foul anytime he wants to. Now, this man can drive. What he does is... I can't really do it because my computer's in the yeah. way, but he drops his hand real low to the point where you ain't even you can't even get a good shot off that way, exactly. and just throw his hands or his body into a player, and they and they calling fouls. Now this is okay, I understand that, but this is what's pissing me off. Two or three years ago, the NBA came out and said that they were going to crack down mm-hmm. on offensive players creating the contact. 
They said they were going to watch for it on three points, but leaning into players, mm-hmm. pump faking and leaning in, and also sticking your leg out. They said they was going to watch for it on the drives when players are initiating the contact also. Have you seen it here? So oh. It's a, it's a joke because I understand they all they, they all hype that they want to increase scoring, and that's the and they you can tell that they 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 only emphasizing increasing scoring. That's it. But in 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 doing that, they just ruining the game. At the end of the day, we still want to see basketball. We want to see basketball. Like, you Fair. don't want you don't want to just see a, a a pickup game between professionals. We want to see players be able to play some defense, be able to do something. These are the best of the best. The best of the you don't best. have to handicap them. Thank it's you. a reason why they're the Thank best. You. You, don't have, on, you don't have to do this. Like It's okay. It's, let somebody play some defense. Let somebody get physical. Let somebody do something because you. these are professional. Thank these you. are the upper echelon best players in the world. They don't have to. They don't need help. They don't need help. They don't need it. Man got his hands behind his back, and they still. And they still. <laughs> they called some fouls with this man behind his back. Are you serious, NBA? This look. Players took the calling you out on Twitter. Players, and normally players just say, you know what? They chalk it up because the refs are going rough, and players got to play. I understand that, but mm-hmm. it has been egregious. This season, but the, my my problem with them, they trying to change the culture. Like this, this is supposed to be the norm. Yeah, because they called out because Chris Webber called the game. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been that same exact game. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was that same exact game, and they called the referees has a Twitter, and they called out Chris Webber, and they said, "Listen, and I'm not gonna quote it verbatim because yeah. I don't have it, but mm-hmm. they basically saying, listen, we have to change the culture, and people that's calling the game have to be." Um, Basically, yeah, you got to get down with the, with the new calls. This is not the old NBA. So I'm sitting there like. The rules are the rules. Exactly. Like, I'm supposed to be. I can't change the game. Nah, yeah, I'm like, we supposed to just buy this? This is terrible. This is a terrible product that y'all putting on the court. And it, y'all don't have to do this. Basically, they copping pleas. And they want they want you to side with them for the plea so that the public could be on their side. Exactly. No. Because, like you said, they have they have a fan base, too. They have a community, too. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? You're right. You're right, mm-hmm. and that's all they got to do. That's all. You, all. All it takes is one one person to agree with. A you. top person, you get a top person. If, you, if Chris Webber can agree with you, then you get him on. Like you said, then me you, and you might get on board. Yeah, but guess what? Because he' supposed to be educating it because he played with it. You At know, the three man weave. We ain't falling for that. We not falling for that bull. Here's the thing: Dr. James Naismith invented basketball. When he invented it, there was 13 basic rules. Those rules. I don't care what you do to the game. <laughs> Those 13 got rules got to be there. Yep. Traveling is essential. It's essential. Don't ever take that out of the game, ref. And don't be afraid to call it. If, if it's going to mess up the game or it's going to look like a bad call, so what? It is what it is. Like, they traveling more because they letting them get away with it. That's what I'm saying. Call it. And they'll stop, tra- like, they'll stop doing it. Like It's just that simple. And it ain't just Harden. So, you know, if you're watching, James, don't think that we're just cracking on you. You know, I know that's a long shot. I'm being wishful, but I'm – come on now. Somebody tweet him. Link us up, man. Three-man weave, James Harden. But if you're watching, it ain't just you. It's, it's, it's all it's, the players it's the NBA. Like, are traveling because they know they can. So whenever I get – it's like 21 or 33. We've all played it. You you know, we all know the regular rules to basketball, but because nobody's on your team in 21 or 33, when, once you got trapped, if you had to travel, you would. You feel me? If you had to do that extra step back, you would, and it was nothing that they could do about it. But this is organized basketball. Yes, you don't you don't get away with this nowhere. Yeah, like, 
This no is way. organized basketball. And even on 21 and 33, people be like, come on, dog. Yeah. You can't just blatantly cheat. Like, And they would they would call you, you out on that. I don't know where. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might be in some of these community centers. <laughs> Not in no hood. You ain't just blatantly just traveling. And think you, you, you going to win. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're going to lose this fight. <laughs> but look. But think about it. Hold on. Think about it. They, it, when the last time you really seen a hard foul? They, exactly, exactly. You because they call everything a flagrant. They, yeah, they do. My, so basically, do. call travel. If you, if you cracking down on, if you cracking down, <laughs> crack down. Because if, if you if you start calling travel, they think about stop. it. They start traveling, but they know you ain't gonna call it, so they gonna take thirty steps. It, it's just that simple. Like I said, when the last time you really seen a hard foul? You can't even really, you can't even really hard bump somebody without it, without them checking to see if it's a flagrant. And then you might get actually, you might get a fine. You feel what I'm saying? You might get game time taken That's away crazy. from you. Yeah. yeah it's so y'all refereeing the other stuff, but then you don't want to referee the game. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Listen, I got one more bone to pick here. Go ahead. Before I let you, so we're gonna switch gears. NFL. Everybody's talking about Josh Gordon. Everybody got an opinion about this whole situation, but I'm not going to give my personal opinion on Josh Gordon and what he's going through because that's a serious issue here, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to say I wish him the best going forward. Get get your help, son. For life, not even even for football. Now, what I want to talk about this is, is my issue with an organization that hires humans, okay? So, I work for an organization. I'm not gonna tell you the name of the organization, but my organization does have a drug policy in place for people who are suspected to be addicts or users of drugs. Mm -hmm. Now, for my organization, if you're suspected of being an addict or user of drugs, they test you. You fail a test, they don't fire you, they don't suspend you because they understand mental health and they're really for their employees. That's my organization. I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but this is what every job or every employer should be, should be for their workers. Mm-hmm. So what my job does is they don't just fire you and say, oh, you, you're doing drugs, you're done, you're out of here. Because if you were doing drugs and you had mental issues and I fired you, that's just more anxiety and more stress on top of what you're already dealing with. So how can I really say I care about you and want you to get better? Mm -hmm. So what my job does in my organization is they actually seek out help for you. They, They get you into counseling. They get you into groups. Whatever they feel like you need and you feel like you need, they're willing to come together and sit down with you and do that first while still letting you work. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Because if your check stop, how you going to how you gonna take care of your mental health when you gonna have you gonna have, you gotta see doctors and stuff, right? Yeah. You probably gotta get medication and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. How you gonna do that if your check stop? So this is my thing about the NFL. Pause. Yo, is your company a multi-billion-dollar company? Yes. No. Well, I don't know about billions, but we we we're a Fortune 500 company. Okay. This, that was just a question. That's a big corporation. So. Okay. But this is my thing about the NFL. If stop acting like you really care about your players when you don't. Don't sit up here and act like you care about this man's mental health when he goes out on Twitter, says he's taking a leave of absence from the team for mental health reasons, and then you suspend the man 
for taking drugs that you all prescribe. Mm, mm, mm. You prescribe opioids to your players in abundance. I've done the research, NFL. Then you turn around and suspend them for it. Shame on you. Facts. Shame on you. How many people, how many of our viewers watch Snowfall? Snowfall is predicated on the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that the CIA and the U.S. government purchased drugs, gave it to inner city youths to sell, and then locked them up for doing it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the NFL. If you're going to give your players painkillers and opioids at a high clip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then turn around and test them for abusing it, <laughs> what sense does that make? Yeah. It's a catch-22, and I feel sorry for the players. Shame on the NFL for acting like you care and really not caring. And then to top it off, worse, whenever there's a player that doesn't look like Josh Gordon, oh. you for somehow and for some reason tend to care. Hmm. You tend to put them into a program. You tend to not release leaked information uh-huh. and and test info to the media and so you know what it's clear as day the writing is on the wall, on the wall. what's your take on that hill my thing is since they didn't had a domestic violence issue mm-hmm. they didn't had um with um personal conduct issue they didn't had drug issue nothing has affected the viewership Nothing has affected their bottom line. Nothing. So my thing is, you're making the money. Mm-hmm. The money is being made. Mm-hmm. The money is not going to stop. Even if, the, if you, even if right now they don't make another dollar, they've made enough. But even even then, they're going to stay at the even clip. Yeah. Even if they don't do nothing else different, they're going to stay at the even clip. So why not help your players? Like, what... Matter of fact, I know you got insurance for it. I understand. Back in the day, some of these players, you might have had to give them, give them painkillers and get them back on the field and keep this product going because the product was growing. Mm-hmm. NFL was growing; it was yep. a growing league. Now you're pretty, you're pretty much not going to get no much bigger. It is what it is. Y'all the big, y'all the number one sport in the world anyway. Hello. So this is the time at this point to get out, get out this old, get out this old thinking that y'all got and help these players. Please think about it. Y'all have a draft every year mm-hmm. that's positioned to replace everybody every year. <laughs> like you're gonna get new players every year. So this is the time to take Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. get him the necessary help that he needs, put him as the poster child. Thank you of helping this this individual because it's going to be more Josh Gordon's. Yes, he's there not the, is, and he's not the first nor the last. So it's time to take him. It's time to take him, use him as the poster child, use him as the example that we're here to help these people. Instead of just bashing him, going straight to the media, calling him a crackhead and drug addict and all these things. And you're suspended. That's the worst Let's thing help you can him out. do. Let's help him out. But think it because you're not gonna you're not gonna lose anything. You're only gonna benefit from helping these people. It's not it's not gonna hurt. You're gonna think about it. The Patriots can go sign another wide receiver right now. Right now. Josh Gordon can't just go say, hey, I want to go play for somebody else because right now. they suspended him indefinitely. And that 
is what my issue was. It goes hey, back just to help them out. When I was comparing my organization, which is a Fortune 500 company, mm-hmm. to the NFL, like you don't gotta throw your players under the bus. You're doing it because you think that the world wants to see that. Yeah, like no, we don't want. America is supposed to be the country and the land of second chances and opportunity. So why am I pressed to see somebody be done for? It's okay now if he, if it was just recreational and he was doing it for fun. Get him up out of here. I understand that. Excuse me, y'all. But my thing, hold on, my thing. Before we, I understand playing in playing in professional sports mm-hmm. is a privilege. You you're not entitled to be there. So I understand. It's definitely a privilege. It's, it's, I understand if you make a mistake, they they can get rid of you. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But these people have issues. Like these are issues that we're dealing with, and a lot of the issues result from the job that they're working. Exactly, you have the resources, mm-hmm. an abundance of resources abundance. to help these individuals. Like you don't have to just throw them away. If you don't want him to play, cool. Oh, okay. He had a, he had he did had multiple multiple issues. I'm I'm not vouchable. Let's go ahead and play. But you can help him. You can help him. You can help, and you can help abundance of players. You can help your players. You don't have to just throw throw them out throw them out to the woodshed and say, "Hey, we're done with you," because you have the resources, you have the money, you have the, you have everything at, at your us, feet. Clears day hill. We don't care about the players. Why? But you need the Le, players. LeBron James himself <laughs> said <laughs> the NFL owners have a slave mentality. Yep. And I agree 100%, LeBron. They got a slave mentality anytime when you can throw away your worker, a top worker, at the drop of a dime. At the drop of a dime. What happened to the day when your company or your employer would stand behind you all the way until you were... Listen, in America, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. But in this multimedia age that we... We live in. You're actually guilty yeah. until proven innocent, and you're still guilty after that. Even after that, because when you beat a charge legally, they still act like you did it. Mm-hmm. They still act like you did it. So, you know, that's enough. Uh, yeah, sad. Uh, just dwelling on things that's not going to change. Because I don't see the NFL getting anybody in the foreseeable future. How about you, Hill? They don't want to. Like you said, they like you said, these are. These are entitled owners that mm-hmm. always that that been rich their whole life. They mm-hmm. don't understand. They don't understand regular issues, and they got the same issues. They can just pay to mask them up. Clear as day. But it's funny. They can just pay and mask these issues up. But they could. But they don't. They never want to pay for anything that's not for them. They want you to pay for it. And so, just look at the CBA. It's, it screams it like. Yeah. They they want the players to pay for it. everything. Yeah, but 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 the people that got the most money, nah, we don't want to do none of that. They just send back winning. It's as much as I love watching football. As much as everybody loves watching football, like we everybody we gonna still watch. I am starting to hate the business side of the NFL. It's the most one sided industry in the workforce in the United States of America. It needs to be revamped. It needs, I hate to say it, it needs what Obama was saying. It needs regulation Yeah. from somebody that is not a part of the NFL. 
It needs regulation to make sure that it is fair because even the CBA, I understand that if you come, if we're a part of a group here and we agree here at the Three Man Weave that we're going to have a collective bargaining agreement with whoever we partner with, mm-hmm. you know, we decide that I understand that. But when we're talking about a large group of people and it's more than just a small group, I feel like it got to be regulated because so many lives are at stake. But that's that's a whole nother day yeah. for a whole nother episode. No, I was ready. <clears throat> I was ready. I was ready to go off. Scotland in the hand, you know. I had all had my speech ready. Had everything. Come on, I want to hear it, man. What what's changed? I seen something else, man. It had my blood boiling. I, okay, okay. So Scotland in the hand, whatever. I'm sick of you anyway, but sick of you, Scott. I don't even. You ain't even uh, my guy, want to give a shout out, Andrew Johnson. Mm-hmm. You a high school wrestler. Mm-hmm. You went out there, you won your match. Did your thing. Yeah. This clown, Alan Maloney. Baloney. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. he's a known racist. Yeah. Known racist mm-hmm. referee. If you haven't seen the clip. So, um, Andrew Johnson was a um, high school wrestler. He had a match, been 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 wrestling, like I said, his whole career. Mm-hmm. He has dreads. Yep. This particular match, this particular referee, Alan Maloney, said, you have to cut your dreads or you're going to have to forfeit your match. What? So, yeah. So, as I'm looking at it, like you say, only, you only see the clip. You see the clip in this trainer, she's cutting his dreads off with scissors. Mm-hmm. So, my instincts, I got I'm a parent now, my yeah. my parental instincts really mm-hmm. went off. I'm sitting there like, where's his parents? That was my first thing that I said, where's his parents? Mm-hmm. Because nobody's altering my child's hair without my authorization. Like, I don't, you're not putting a ponytail in there without, without my, without my say-so. So I'm good. So my so so I'm I'm boiling off that aspect alone. Then I'm sitting there. Then I looked at the. I finished looking at the clip. He wins. Like it's Andrew Johnson. He wins. Mm-hmm. Commend to you. Yeah. He goes to. They, they raise your hand at the end. Like he looks so. De- he looked like he lost. Yeah. He looked defeated. So I'm sitting and once again yeah. I'm mad again. So I'm sitting there like everything about his identity has just been stripped away at that very moment. He's a child. A child. Where is the adults that supposed to step in? Then my my second thing, the coach. The, I read I read up on it. The coach gave a little a little resistance for him, but as you can see, he cut his hair. Yeah. So my thing is, you a coach. This is a child. Basically, this is your child at this moment right yeah, there. You supposed to protect him. Mm-hmm. You supposed to do everything in your power to to aid him. Yeah. So in this situation. You supposed to be going off right now. Mm-hmm. My thing about you supposed to be. I don't think he done enough, and I'm and I'm and I'm like pausing. I'm sounding all broken right now because I really want to like go off. Like I mean, my skin is boiling. Like don't hold back. It's baby. like nah, because it's it crazy because it's, it's 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 frustrating that you had to strip this man's identity. Mm-hmm. You you want to humiliate him because what? Because you because like you're, the way he because looked? you like you like his dreads. Because what? Because you're a known racist. Because it's been known, it's been known on document. It's been documented that you didn't call another black person a nigger before, mm-hmm. and you got them paws put on you. It's been documented. And and the other thing that um, really pissed me off about it: New York Times, somebody in the um the article, 
They wanted to call Andrew Johnson a team player. Oh, he's the he's the ultimate team player. What? Not a team player. He's just a normal, typical African American that doesn't have a voice. That doesn't have the other people that the white privilege that, that mm. don't have the people to back for him. Mm. Like I said, this coach supposed to be going off. Mm. Let let him let me be that man coach. I guarantee he would have went out there with them dreads and tech and still would have won. He might would have won off in thirty seconds. <laughs> off the speech I would have gave him. <laughs> off rip. I'm sick of like, come Ray. on now. Like it's sad, man. Like it's That's... I can't articulate what I really want to say. That's how frustrated I am. Alan Maloney, mm-hmm. you better hope I don't never see Maloney. You. you better hope I don't never see. You. That's a threat. Do whatever <laughs> you gotta do. I'm going to let you know right now, if I was that, That's if I was Andrew Johnson's parent, mm-hmm. I would still be in jail right now. I'm putting paws on everybody. You're not touching my child's hair. It's a setup from the jump here. How they got. Thank you. Go ahead. How they got whatever they need to cut his hair already at the side of a wrestling match. So right then and there, I already know that there's a conspiracy behind this. So it's just not the referee, Hill. There's there's more people because mm-hmm. for his for them to already have what they need to get his dress cut so that he can play, that's number one. So that lets me know that it's it's bigger than just the referee. The referee probably was following orders that he was glad to follow because, like you pointed out, you're known racist. Exactly. Now, I've been listening to Meek Mill's championship mm-hmm. recently, and, and 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 the title track of the album. It's championships. Like, on there he says, like, you got to do all this to a young black man, like, and and lock him up. Like, just think about the rules and the laws of how the country has been. Like, they're finally starting to change, but just, like, as a black man and, and a white America, if you are not perfect, you can go to jail. It's pretty much you got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's what Meek was trying to articulate on this album. Um, he got the song What's Free. He also got the song Championships. And he's saying that. And Rick Ross is also saying that. Jay is also saying that. That black a black man in America got to be perfect, man. Mm-hmm. You got to have your hair right. You got to have your collar right. And if you get out of line at any point or any time, then... You don't get the same as everybody else. Exactly. Now, I hate to say this, but the opponent at the wrestling match was what color here? He was white. Got 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 punished. Can he wear his hair any way that he pleases? I'm pretty sure. The the according to the Federation's rule book, wrestler's hair must not fall below the back of the shirt collar, mm-hmm. the earlobes, or eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So they're asking you to have the hair traditionally product. traditionally short hair. They asking basically to just go ahead. And no, have, they didn't. They didn't say that you gotta have traditional hair. But that, but they but they they want you. They want you to. But wrestlers with long hair are allowed to wear hair coverings. Mm-hmm. That has to be made solid material mm-hmm. and non-abrasive. He's had a hair cut. He had his hair covered every other match. And so this is my thing. Every match he had a hair covering. He know what he had. To, he know what he got to wear. And they got meetings. They have pre-meetings before their matchups, stating this. Have you seen? Have you seen adolescents, Caucasian young men recently? 
Yeah, they got the long. They got the long hair is in right, like, like Clay and Matthews, so, and they even call it Fabio, and they even call it long flowing locks. <laughs> now this is my question: Would that same referee and the powers that be that were standing behind him mm-hmm. ask a Caucasian gentleman, adolescent, to put his hair up? Because oh, I'm four pretty, feet. I'm pretty sure there are plenty of those players who. Hair fall below the ears or below the collar. And you're not, you don't have clippers and scissors just waiting for them. Yeah. It's just not a setup for them. What really happened is they thought that he wouldn't cut his hair. Mm Mm-hmm. And they was hoping that he would forfeit. Yep. Thought he was going to bow down. Because they wanted, but, but he loves the sport so much and he wanted the victory so much that he did whatever it took. So like you said, kudos to him. Kudos to Andrew Johnson. But shame on those adults because he's a student athlete. He's a child, bro. For stripping this man of his identity in the United States of America where you have the right and you have the right to the pursuit of happiness. And if wearing your hair a certain way makes you happy, do it. I don't think that anybody should have to this is my thing. This is one of the reasons why I grew my beard out. It's because mm-hmm. when, when I was young, my dad told me like, do an interview. You need to shave up, man, because they not they not gonna they not gonna give you a job. And I and I did that, and that's how I got my jobs. Mm-hmm. But then every time, like one of my first major jobs was for Chesterfield County government. Um, I worked in the library system there, uh, and and I shaved my mustache and everything because my dad told me like they gonna discriminate on you if you go in there with that beard like that. And I got the job. Shout out to my pops. But when when I got in, all I saw was older white men doing whatever they wanted with their beards. Mm-hmm. Looking like Santa Claus and stuff. And at the time, you know, maybe a couple weeks into my job, my, my boss asked me to cut my beard. Um, she said that it was looking rough. You know, and I and I did because I was young. Like Jay said, like when I was young, we used to praise Billboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I cut, I cut my beard, but then I went to, like, a meeting where all the libraries in the county had to come together, and I just saw, like, the older white men, they had beards, they were doing whatever, and nobody said anything to them. Mm-hmm. And ever since that day, I decided I'll do whatever I want with my beard, and if you don't like it, then your place of employment ain't for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I applaud Andrew, the, Andrew Johnson for being humble enough to cut his beard because I was once that humble also. But I want to tell you that from now on, young man, don't ever bend to these people. Oh, ever. Ever fold. Don't ever bend to these people. You break their will. You make them bend to you. Because you got the talent. And listen, even if you would have went out there and just beat the man wrestling and they and they didn't give it, they just made you forfeit. We know. We would have rolled with you, man. And so don't ever think that you don't have people out here who got your back. Ride for what's right. And that goes not just for Andrew Johnson, but for anybody that anybody's trying to discriminate against. Hold your own, man. Stand your ground. Stand firm. Well, we can go ahead and transition to this. You know what I'm saying? Um, other than, um, aside from being drug tested almost every day, Eric Reed, mm-hmm. he's been fine. What? He's been fine four, four times. Four. Legal tackles, legal tackles. <laughs> some, some that they that they haven't been 
something, something that they haven't been flagged for. Oh, I'm sorry, but like I said, he's been like I said, he's been drug tested almost every week, and he's been fined four times for illegal tackles. So, so we back on the NFL again, right? Yeah, we back on this one. This, but this is more so. It's the NFL, but this is more so. It, it's social. It's a, it's a social. But it's it's still, a social it's, issue. It's still, it's still, still time back to what LeBron said. Slaves, slave owners. Okay. Um. Here's my take. Mm-hmm. They're targeting Eric Reed. They are targeting you, and this is why Kaepernick said, "If you ask me back, if you give me a job back, NFL, I am going to continue." My protest. Because y'all haven't changed. Mm-mm. The only reason that you wanted to offer Cap a job when, when, when it first happened and you wanted to get him back is to get the media off your case. Mm-hmm. Because the media loves this race card thing. Oh, yeah. Race and equity and justice for all. Don't have to deal with it, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. We, you and I have to live it every day. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But, you know, they... They want that. So, to me, it's like you've tested this man. You've tested Eric Reed seven times in 11 games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not random. Mm-mm. That is not random. If I sat up here and randomize with me, Nichelle, Hill, and AJ, mm-hmm. For 11 weeks, none of us will have seven. <laughs> we all will have three or four. You feel me? And that's, that's only four It's only of four us. people. Now, we're dealing with thousands of players and employees, and this man. And yeah, he got more tests than anybody else. Is it like 75%? Yeah. Test every game. That is collusion, NFL, and it's. What 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 hurts me the most is that you don't even care in a multimedia age where you know it. We can see and remember everything. You don't even care that we know that you're doing this. Exactly. They just so blatantly arrogant. You're just like, whatever. What are you going to do? Mm. It's a private company. That's why we've never went public. Mm. Like I said earlier, the NFL needs regulation from an outside entity because they're one of the few corporations that are allowed to be racist, that are allowed to single people out, and get away with it. It's actually illegal to do that. But but my thing, my take on it is, what did he expect? I think he expected this. I think he's because he's he's been right with it. He hasn't really been complaining. Just picture, post. Exactly. And guess what? Clean urine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Keep test, that's what I'm saying. Keep testing me. Clean urine. Keep testing me. Legal tackles. Guess what? I'll pay the fine. My boy Cap still got the he still got the case. Does Eric Reed still have his case open? Yep. He yeah, he never closed it. Keep your grievance open, man. Cause I believe you're going to win this one because you have more evidence than most people. Like Cap, he decided not to play. You decided to play. And you have even more evidence now. Whoever the independent arbitrator is, it's clear today. Please, please be objective. Do not be subjective. Do not be bought off by money. 
Do the right thing. It's clear as day. My thing, but my take is though. Don't even, don't even, don't even put up more. Don't put up another fight though. Just continue doing what you're doing. And see, I was against you earlier this week when you said that, but now seeing the whole picture, I see why you said that. Cause my thing, my take on it is like you already, like you said, you already got a case going. You already got a case going, and like you just articulated, you 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 just add evidence to it. You add evidence. <laughs> you, you add evidence to it. Mm-hmm. My thing is, though, you got to pick. And, we already we already fighting a losing battle every day. So you got to pick and choose. You got to pick and choose your battles. You pick you, you you pick one. You stick with it. Don't go out there fighting. Out. Don't fight every battle. You can't because you can't win them you, all. Because you're not you're not gonna. You're already against the eight ball. Yeah. And like you say, for example, you brought up your you brought up your job. I got an example for you. FDA. I got caught up with FDA one time in my job. Mm-hmm. You know, I was slipping. No, no, no. How before I wore them, I, I wore. It. I'm like, you know what? I messed up. Mm-hmm. Won't happen again. Mm-hmm. Now on top of they're supposed to be FDA supposed to be random, right? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing, I'm seeing FDA like, like Eric <laughs> Reed, <laughs> like Eric Reed. But instead of getting mad, mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, I'm being picked on, I'm being targeted, I'm being targeted. I'm on point. Mm-hmm. He showed up in my trial. I'm like, hey, yeah, come on. Come on, come holler at me. Yeah. Cause cause I'm on point. Yeah. Cause I know what time it is. Mm-hmm. It's no point. Cause cause I can go fight it. Cause I can say, like, like once again, cause I didn't work overnight, overnight shifts, yeah. morning shifts, mm-hmm. afternoon shifts, and all of a sudden, here you go. Yeah. You can they t- I'm I'm a target. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I don't say nothing. Cause yeah. it is what it is. I'm on point. And I'm gonna be on point. It's sad because you look like most targeted individuals look. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I hate to say that. And man. on top of that, <laughs> I hate to say that. And on top of that, I get I get profiled as being Muslim. It's off tw- rip. It's a you what? People have asked me if I was Arabic. Off rip. If I was Arabic. I was born in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Virginia. People ask me all the time. They always think I'm Muslim, mm-hmm. or that I that my religion is Islam, and, and it could be. But what I'm saying is, y'all don't know that for you to just assume <laughs> because I'm dark and I have a beard, that in itself is racist. Off rip, off rip. Is it, is it is it racist or is it prejudice? It's prejudice. It's prejudice. Is it, it's, a, it's a difference. It's, it's a difference. It's and a difference. Forgive me. Yeah. You know, it's early. It's, today is Saturday, what, the 22nd. 22nd. We got that onesie party coming on tonight. Onesie party tonight. <laughs> we also got Jamel Charlo fighting tonight. Is it Jamel yeah. or Jamal fighting tonight? Both on fight. Both on, on fight? On Fox, baby. Oh, my for God. The, for, for, the, for the what? For the free. Dana <laughs> so White. Look, so, look. Up. We can go ahead and segue because I'm tired of talking about America and its problems. We can go ahead and segue into this. So we got, once again, this not even this not even the zone. This not even Golden Boy Dana White. Ah, this is my guy, Hill's guy. I'll I don't gotta him. say his name. I'll hate me, baby. Cause Hill gonna say his name. I'll hate me, baby. But boxing, yeah. I don't know when it was. It was the last two man weave episode when it was Hill and I. When yeah, I you told did. You him, did fights. 2019, man, we're going to get. I said we got a lot of mandatories coming up with the boxing organizations at Fury and Wilder. That's that's one first mandatory, mandatory that yeah. we didn't got 
You see what I'm saying? Canelo done already gave us a fight mm-hmm. for the free. For the free. We about to get both Charlos for the free. free. These are top names. Top promoters giving us what we want. Dana White, cut pay-per-view out. Listen, if you strike a deal with Spike for your top fighters, I will go pick them up for my cable network. Yep. And I will watch it. Yep. Because that's more affordable. It will cost me, what, $3.99 to add Spike? I can do that. Yeah. I ain't trying to pay $75 to $100 just to get one event. Because you know what I know for signing up for the zone, Bro, they got everything, bro. They got <laughs> back fights, fights from all, all anybody on Golden Boy Promotion. You oh, can they see, got all the fights? They got a lot of their recent fights. I'm okay. not going to say yeah, they got yeah. everything. Yeah. They got a lot of their recent fights. They got in the gym training action. They got interviews that we never seen before. It's a lot of content for the free. John Jones fight tonight. Huh? Pay-per-view? John yeah. Bone Jones? Yeah. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Yeah, we'll see the result when they get on our notification. Yeah, because I ain't buying <laughs> We ain't buying it. That's on me, baby. I'm going to be at that onesie party. For the free, baby. Watching the Charlos, man. <laughs> but look, we sorry that we look, we, you know, kind of made a little sour, a little political, a little social. Yeah, man. But sometimes you got to change that narrative. You got to hit it. You got to hit it hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our viewers, listeners, they can relate. Mm-hmm. They understand what we're going through. Yeah. And if you can't and if if you can't understand, hopefully we can change that and you can empathize, sympathize with that. So with that being said, catch us on all major platforms. All of them. Three Man Weave. Uh-huh. Instagram, three man weave underscore. Yes, sir. You can pod, I mean you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Once again, AJ is gonna be right after us. Yes, he is. It's been three-man weave, and we out, baby. I used to pray for the drip.